Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Relatable. I'm your host, Star. This is a podcast for hot messes who are sick and tired of fumbling their way through life and want to learn how to be an adult. Coming up on today's episode, we are chatting all things loneliness. What is the difference between being alone and feeling lonely? How can we learn to love and value our time alone rather than see it as a hindrance? You'll have to stick around to find out. And I'm so, so glad that today I have actually remembered to plug in the bloody microphone because guess what? I sat down yesterday and recorded a banger ep. Actually, this episode that you're listening to right now, I recorded the entire thing without checking that all systems were a go with the tech. I didn't plug in the microphone properly, so I sat here for half an hour absolutely pouring my heart and soul into a podcast episode and the microphone wasn't even plugged in, so it recorded the entire thing off the computer speakers, which means that it sounds extremely povo, but hey, here we are. That's why you're getting this episode a little bit late. Lesson number one in podcasting, my friend, always plug in the microphone. (laughs) Why do I do these things? Oh, it's part of the journey, isn't it? We're all here because we want to learn and I I'm definitely learning along the way with you. So before we get into the content for today, which as you already know, is all about loneliness, I'm going to give you a little update on my week. I have had a very, very exciting week, and that is because I received a package that I have been waiting for for so long. If you follow me on social media, you will know that I have been talking about buying a Dyson Airwrap for literally six months. I have been so annoying and I have not shut up about it. And guess what? I finally bought one. I bought a Dyson Airwrap. It was a big purchase for me. The postage was incredible. It took about two days to arrive, which I was so excited about. I received it yesterday and I already feel like my life has changed. I feel like Dyson is really one of those purchases. Like when you commit to purchasing a Dyson, whatever product it is, you're probably less of a dickhead than you were two years ago because that's an investment, isn't it? That's a real adult purchase, you know? So I'm very excited. Me and my new baby, me and my new Dyson Airwrap, I still need to learn how to use it. I had one go yesterday and I am determined to become an absolute pro. I am going to be getting my money's worth. Aside from my Dyson, I have a little adulting lesson that I've learned this week as well. So I was trying to be on top of my life and get all of my washing done the other day. Separated my colors and my whites as you do. And I had a white shirt that had a tiny little stain on it. And I was like, you know what? I am not going to wash the stain into that shirt. You know, I don't want to like dry the stain into it, especially if it's like an oil-based thing. So I was like, I'm going to do some stain removal right now. I'm going to soak this white shirt so that it comes up nice and beautiful and nice and bright. So I thought, what's a good way to do that? Okay. We've got some nappy sand. Amazing. Chuck that into the sink. What about some bleach? Because bleach is good for brightening up things. 
Well, you'd fucking think so, wouldn't you? So I put bleach into the solution. I obviously put way too much. And instead of removing that one little stain, it actually kind of just created about 50 other stains on the white shirt. So it was like these yellow marks all over it. And I was like, what the fuck have I done? I am so stupid. And then I jumped on Google, which is where we go for all of the amazing answers. And I figured out, thanks to Google, that if you pour vinegar on stains like this from bleach and leave it there for a short period of time, all of the stains go away. I'm like a scientist or some shit now after figuring that out. And I truly believe that bicarb soda and vinegar can solve a lot of your issues in life. They're not going to fix a broken heart, unfortunately, but if you've got a stain or you need to clean your sink, you need to clean a metal surface, whatever it is, bicarb soda and vinegar is your absolute new best friend. We love you. We adore you. And if you have any little hot tips for me when it comes to removing stains or cleaning, please let me know because I am always open to learning new things. I've also just learned that you can use dishwashing liquid to clean a lot of the things in your house. I have somehow gotten onto Clean Talk on TikTok, which means I liked one cleaning video. And now my whole page is just flooded with these little hacks and I low-key love it. I don't know why they're so satisfying to watch, but yeah, if you have any hot tips for me, please send them my way. Oh, before we actually get into the content of today, I have a little follow-up from last week's episode. So if you haven't listened to it, please go and do so. It's all about learning Oh, not learning, choosing what the fuck do I cook for dinner every night? We had Charlotte, who was a dietitian on the pod. She shared so much wisdom. And I actually had a listener, Jesse, if you're listening, again, hope you are. Thank you so much for this recommendation. So on the pod last week, we spoke about the fact that when you are looking for recipes online, you have to sift through someone's fucking life story to get to the chicken at the bottom of the page, right? Obviously it's for like SEO purposes for marketing. I don't give a shit why you have to do it. I just want to cook my chicken and move on with life really. So Jesse kindly recommended this app. The app is called Chef Tap. And essentially what it does is it sifts through all of the bullshit on these websites, whether it's on like, um, I don't know, a cooking website, Pinterest, whatever it is, it actually sifts through that for you and just gives you the recipe. If the CEO of ChefTap is out there listening to this, thank you for creating such an amazing app. So it pretty much just takes all of the annoying work out of it and you can also use it to put in your grocery list. It literally tells you the exact proportions of everything that you need. So that is a little life hack. So thank you so much, Jesse, for sending that in. Now, I think it's time to get in to the topic of today, which is loneliness. Okay, first and foremost, let's differentiate. There's feeling lonely and then being alone. Both very different things. So feeling lonely is an emotional thing, right? Obviously feelings, emotions, and then being alone is physically being by yourself. You're not around anyone else. And I think it's important to differentiate the two because often we can associate someone who spends a lot of time solo with someone who might feel lonely, but that isn't the case at all because guess what? You can feel completely alone when you are surrounded by friends, surrounded by family, surrounded by colleagues. So being alone is that physical state when you're physically by yourself and then feeling lonely is the emotional state where you're feeling alone or disconnected even when people are literally sitting right next to you. So the key difference there is the emotional attachment that comes with it. So let's get into it. 
With everything that we've collectively been through over the past few years, I think it's safe to say that we have experienced amplified feelings of loneliness. I know I certainly have. The way that we work, the way that we interact with people has completely changed. For many of us, we went from being in that office environment where everything's really social, you're around people all the time, to then sitting at home, working, eating, sleeping in exactly the same room. In that tiny little space, that's all that you see. Maybe you'll have a Zoom meeting with a person one day. Maybe you'll talk to someone on Slack. Maybe if you have a dog, that's the only person that you're going to talk to for that day. That's literally me. That is literally me. So I think we've all experienced loneliness on a more intense scale over the past few years. And I think that's why it's really important to bring this conversation to the table because what I have learned in my journey over the past few years, and it's an ongoing thing, I'm certainly not perfect, is the way that I used to view alone time and loneliness. I definitely used to tie the two together, but my whole perspective has changed. And I think for many of us, the thought of spending time alone, doing things by ourselves, doing things solo can be incredibly daunting. And I still experience that that sometimes as well. But what I hope to do with this episode is to shift your perspective a little bit and have you think about it in a different way, because spending time alone is so important for your growth, for your development. Obviously at our core, we are social creatures. We need that connection in order to thrive, in order to move forward, but you also need to be able to have a connection with yourself. You know that we are all about that self-love and self-development around here, baby. I believe what it comes down to when it comes to loneliness and being lonely, 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 okay, wow, is really unlearning what we've been taught over our whole life. You know, like everyone will, when you see a person sitting at a restaurant, I don't know if you ever used to do this, but when I was in high school, we'd see a person sitting there in the food court, maybe eating some KFC by themselves. And the gut reaction is to be like, oh no, that person must be really sad. They must be really lonely. But that's probably not the case at all. And it's only really been in the past two years for me that I've actually gone out to get food by myself and sat in a restaurant alone, ordered and just had conversations with people around me. Or if I didn't feel like talking, just had a conversation with no one. But it's really interesting to me that previously I would have never done that. I was so dependent on the people around me to do things. Okay, I want to go to this place or I want to go, you know, go eat somewhere. But I was always reliant on my friends or my partner to be like, cool, yeah, let's go and do that. I never, it it never crossed my mind that like, you don't actually have to wait for anyone to experience life. You can just go and do that on your own. You want to go and check out a new coffee shop or a new burger shop, or I don't know, all the shops, whatever you want to do. You want to go and sit at the beach for the day, but you don't have anyone to go with. You can get up and just go and do that yourself. And you'll be surprised at how much more enjoyable sometimes the experience can be. Obviously, there's some things that we want to enjoy and share the experience with other people. But to give you an example from my own life, I have this favorite cafe that I love going to. I love the food there and I love working. And something I try to be really mindful of when I do things by myself is to be fully present in the moment rather than sitting there on your phone because you might be feeling a little bit shy or a little bit, you know, it's a bit daunting. 
don't have any technology. Just sit there and just observe people. And the conversations that you have the potential to have in those situations, like you never know what you can learn from the person sitting next to you. So when I went to that cafe the other day, I met these beautiful girls just because I just like started talking to them. And I was sitting next to this guy. We had a really great conversation. He told me his whole life story. He's a photographer, but like I never would have had that opportunity had I not put myself in this situation where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go do this by myself today because that's something that I want to do. So now I'm very mindful to make sure that I actually have that alone time every week. Like I said, we are social creatures. Obviously we need connection in order to survive and in order to thrive. But at the same time, being around people is also exhausting. And you have to be able to protect your energy and to recharge and whatever that looks like for you. The way that I do things is going to be different to the way that you do things, but be aware of it. If you're feeling drained and you're like, I don't know if I really want to put myself in those situa- that situation right now or be around people and you're just feeling a little bit blur, a little bit flat, maybe that's a sign that you need to take a hot minute and set some time aside for yourself to recharge. How can you make yourself feel good? What are your self-love languages? Physical touch, go get a massage, acts of service, do something that you've been putting off. Yes, me, booking in my car for a service. Really just connect with yourself on that level because I promise you that you will have so much more energy to give to other people when you are ready to be around them if you actually allocate that time for yourself. You should always be the number one priority. Okay, so what can we actually do if we are experiencing feelings of loneliness? Not physically being alone, we're actually feeling pretty down, disconnected from the people around us. Let's get into that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. First up, have you actually taken a second to try and unpack the reasons why you might be feeling lonely? I think Facing your own shit and being vulnerable can, of course, be scary sometimes because we all want to be perfect 100% of the time, but really just facing it, letting those feelings come as they do, but then taking a minute to try and understand, okay, where is this actually stemming from? Why am I feeling hurt or why am I feeling alone or why am I feeling sad? So I think if you just really take a moment to try and understand where the feelings are coming from, that's going to be the first step to get you a little bit more motivation to actually proactively do something about it. And we are all about acknowledging the feelings as they come. We don't just want to shove them to the side, but we do want to look in the mirror and go, hang on a second, you're feeling a little bit lonely and a little bit sad right now. Why is that? So for example, for me, I was feeling a little bit lonely over the past couple of weeks and I realized that was because I didn't have any time with my friends throughout the week. I was just working by myself at home all day, every day. I freelance full time so I don't have a team that I can go to to even talk to throughout the day. So I realized that I had kind of 
put myself into this little hole, I guess. And I was just digging and digging and digging. And I was started to spiral and I felt like everything is shit. Nobody wants to spend time with me. I'm alone. Like I said, the only people that I, the only conversations that I have throughout the day are with the dogs. I can tell you this now because I am working through getting to the other side of that. I'm getting out of that hole and get my little ladder. I'm climbing up. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's get out. Let's get out of here. And I understand now that the reasons why I was feeling like that was because I wasn't actively putting any effort into having those connections with other people throughout the week. Because I think for so many of us, we can work for eight hours or however many hours of the day. And then it's really hard to actually have a life outside of that. So if you close your laptop at 5 p.m., good on you if you do, because sometimes I certainly don't do that. So say if you close your laptop at 5 p.m., you're at home, you're like, cool, I'll just like fuck around for a bit, maybe scroll on my phone, go and have dinner, and then, oh, going back into my room where I've spent the whole day working. Yeah, okay, so that's probably the reason why I'm feeling a little bit shit because I haven't actually gone outside. I actually haven't connected with people. So number one, understand the reasons why you might be feeling like this. And sometimes you need to do a little bit more digging and that's okay. But number one, you understand now why that's happening. Cool. So now we have a little bit more clarity and we have a little bit more motivation about what we can actually do to potentially put ourselves in a bit of a better situation. So if I'm feeling disconnected from the people that are already in my life, or I feel like I don't have many people in my life to connect with, how can I go about establishing new connections? Great way to do that. Find a hobby. Find something that you actually enjoy doing. And you know what the best part about that is, is that you don't actually have to be good at any of the hobbies that you try. I think there's this really toxic kind of like hustle culture, I guess, that everything you do, you have to try and monetize it. You've got to be a girl boss. Okay, yep, let's make some money from this little, let's turn into a side hustle. You need to have five streams of income. Like, no, you can actually just do things because you enjoy them. For me, I really like painting and coloring in. Am I good at it? Absolutely not. Am I ever going to monetize that? No, but that's something that I get to do for myself that I just enjoy. It allows me to just switch off. I also really like doing makeup. I like doing makeup on other people. I like doing makeup on myself. Lots of fun. Am I going to turn that into something in the future? Probably not. I just like making things pretty. So I read something that was really good about looking at hobbies in kind of three different categories. So something that you do that's creative, something that you do that's active, and then something that you can do for money if you want to. Like I said, you don't have to monetize everything. It's okay. So something that's creative, that could be learning how to crochet. My sister, Crystal, is the type of person that is just good at everything. It's extremely frustrating, I must say. Bit of sibling envy going on there. She picked up some crochet needles a few years ago and started watching YouTube videos and can now make bikinis and toys out of them. Me, I am not so talented, unfortunately. So that's an example of something that you can do that's creative, something that you've never even tried before. Go to Kmart. There are so many little packs and activities Look, a lot of them are probably for kids, but hey, you know that we are all about connecting with our inner child. Go and get something like that, something you've never tried before. All right, active. 
get outside. Oh my God, I cannot believe how much of a difference this can make to your mental health, your overall emotional state. It's fucking getting up off your ass and going outside. Obviously, if the weather doesn't permit, yeah, that's a little bit annoying, but actually just enjoying that fresh air and seeing other people being outside and walking around, it kind of like brings you back down to earth. You're like, I've been feeling really isolated and like I don't talk to anyone throughout the day. And then I come outside and I'm going to have all of these little like micro connections with these people. I might not know them. I might not have to sit and have a conversation with them, but it feels really good to be able to walk past someone and, you know, give them the little awkward smile, (laughs) you know, when you're walking down the street and you do the weird like upside down smile. You obviously can't see me right now, but that's what comes to mind for me. So just those little nice moments of joy and connection throughout the day. Maybe you go and grab a coffee and you have a two second conversation with the person in the coffee shop. All of those little things will compound over time and turn into something that has a really big impact on your overall well-being. So if you can, be active as possible. Try something different. Do rock climbing. I don't know. (laughs) This is coming from literally the most uncoordinated person ever, but I went bouldering, which is like rock climbing without a harness. Pretty sure I was doing the kitty levels, but it was it was really fun. Look, you don't even have you don't have to go outside and fucking run a marathon. Just go outside and sit there and just enjoy the fresh air. Go out onto your balcony, listen to the sounds that are around you. Make it a hobby, find something new, shake up the regular programming. It can do wonders for you if you are experiencing feelings of loneliness. Just leading into that last pillar now, which is money. I'm going to say it again. You don't have to be a girl boss 100% of the time and turn everything into a stream of income. But if you see a potential in something and you're not just doing it for enjoyment, absolutely fucking go for it. You've got the skills. You know you do. Just give it a whack see what happens. I've seen so many people turn like little art projects into side hustles throughout lockdown, which I think is really cool. My friend Tana makes these beautiful hand-painted pots. She made me one. What an absolute queen. Adore her. That's just an example of something that you can do. I am not artistic in any way whatsoever, so I will not be turning any of my creative ventures into side hustles, but that's just a plant to seed in your mind. All right, moving on. So we got our hobbies. We're trying new things. Now, being part of a community is also a really great way to shake up loneliness. I did speak about this in the episode about making and maintaining friendships. So go back to that if you haven't already, but being part of a community is really good to give you that sense of purpose and sense of belonging. Even if it's not like, it doesn't have to be a club. It doesn't have to be the flower club or unless you want to go do that, you know, like I think Community is anything where you're just around people who have similar values and similar interests to you. A gym, a sports team. Again, I'm not on any sports teams because I'm fucking uncoordinated as shit, but even a community library. Where can you find your people? What community can you go to? How do you align with other people who are already there for similar reasons to what you are? So find a community. It will give you that sense of purpose. It'll give you that sense of belonging. Oh my God, these people love the same things that I do. And you don't know what kind of connections can also come from that as well. You might strike up a conversation with someone one day, let's say, let's use the gym for an example. Maybe that conversation in the gym is going to lead to you guys maybe doing a workout together. Hey, from then, maybe you're going to go and get a coffee together. So it's that flow on effect, right? Start the conversation 
join a community. For me, the gym is a massive part of my identity and a massive community for me. So it's easy for me to talk about that. But I want to know where where are your communities? Where do you get that sense of belonging from? Please let me know. Hey, guess what? Podcast community. That's one. Online. Online. Major, major untapped resource. You can meet so many friends and create so many new connections with people online. Come to our Facebook group if you're not already in there. Uh, Yesterday I posted an exclusive photo of me just after I realized I recorded an entire episode without plugging in the microphone. So that's the kind of content that you can expect to get out of the Relatable Podcast community. You can just come in there and roast me. But no, there are so many beautiful people in that group. So come and join us. All right. Number three, the big number three, a mindset shift. So I've kind of already touched on this about how my perspective have shift, has shifted and I don't necessarily align loneliness and being alone anymore. But your thoughts become your experiences. And I really want you to just think about that. Your thoughts become your experiences. So if you find yourself in that negative spiral like I found myself in a few weeks ago, that's going to create the reality around you. It's not magic. It's not, oh my God, if I think that I'm going to find $5 million, I'm going to find it. But okay, so it's not that extreme, but it really is. If you're having those negative thoughts, that's all you're going to see. That's going to be your worldview. That's going to be your lens for that period in time. You have to take control of your own narrative. Make yourself the fucking main character. And especially when it comes to feeling lonely and spending time alone, instead of thinking, oh my God, I don't have anyone to spend time with. I have to go to the beach by myself. How about instead of that, romanticize the shit out of it. You are the main character of your own story. I get to go to the beach by myself instead of I have to, I get to. How exciting. That's a privilege that I get to do that. I don't have to talk to anyone. I just get to enjoy my own company. I'm going to go do all of the things that I love doing. And it doesn't have to be on account of anyone else. I don't have to make decisions based on what anyone else wants to do. It's literally just me, big main character energy. So just shift your perspective and romanticize the fuck out of everything that you're doing. And you will be so surprised to see how much of a difference it actually makes in to your day-to-day experiences. So instead of thinking, oh my God, I have to go and do this by myself. Hey, this is actually going to be really good for me because I need to recharge and I need to reset. I'm going to go to my favorite coffee shop. I'm going to speak to the people there because they always make me really happy. I'm going to find those little moments of joy throughout the day and that's going to compound over time and I'm going to fucking get myself out of this rut. Spending time alone is empowering. It doesn't have to be upsetting 100% of the time and if I am feeling lonely, Now I have some things that I can think through, the little checklist that I can go through when I actually find myself in that situation so that I can get to a better position. I feel like I always say this, but remember that no emotion is an everlasting state. It's always going to be temporary. It's in the moment. We have to acknowledge it, process it, and then think, cool, what's next? Not about the toxic positivity, not everything has to be good 100% of the time, but it's about having the tools to be able to work through that when you need to, to get to the other side. So go be the fucking main character, bitch. Go down to the beach. Everyone's looking at you like, oh my God, this person is just giving good vibes, giving good energy, happiness, smiling. You are having an amazing impact on the people around you. So absolutely 
go and fucking get it, bestie. You've got this. Okay, with this conversation in mind, I have a challenge for you. This is your mission should you choose to accept. I think you should accept because it's going to make you feel really good. Take yourself on a date. You deserve it. You've been working hard this week. You need something to look forward to. It doesn't have to be an eight-hour thing. Set aside a couple of hours in the next week or so and take yourself on a date. Go get some food, something that you really, really love. You don't have to go sit down in a restaurant if you don't want to. Get something takeaway and go and sit somewhere alone. Maybe take a little book with you. Be mindful. Look up, be present and aware of your surroundings. Lean into those little moments of a micro connection with strangers and let me know how you feel. Report back. Tell me, what are you going to do on your solo date? The last solo date that I took myself on, I went for a massive walk outside of my suburb. I changed up the regular programming. I went over to North Sydney. I know Eastern Suburbs basic bitch goes over to the North. Who would have thunk it? Got my bloody passport stamped. And then I went to my favorite cafe and sat there and had a delish meal, delish coffee. And then I think I went and did some shopping afterwards. Whatever your idea of an amazing self-love date looks like, please go and do that and come back to me because I want to hear all about it. Come in the Facebook group and tell me what you've been doing, okay? That is your mission. That's your homework. And I will be checking. I'm not one of those teachers who doesn't check, who doesn't mark. (laughs) But yes, let's go solo date time. Okay, bestie, you know we do not finish an episode of Relatable without taking a little trip. Pack your bags, get your passport, get ready to go because we are going into my DMs and comments. And this is the part of the podcast where I read out my favorite, most questionable, and to be honest, most fucked up comments and DMs that I have received this week. And I'm sensing a bit of a theme here. And the theme this week from the trolls online is about the way that I look because I had someone comment on my video, please stop. You look nothing like Margot, nothing at all. This is just embarrassing. My dude, I'm just trying to exist and create entertaining content on the internet. If you don't like it, why don't you fuck off? Okay, here's another one. (laughs) Oh my God, this one's so funny. What makes you think that a zoomed up video of your face is desirable for anyone? Oh, okay. Sorry, I'll be mindful to not zoom up as much as I did in that video. So clearly there's something wrong with my head. Um, I would recommend closing your eyes or squinting, tilting your head to the left a little bit and maybe you'll like the look of me a little bit more. And if you don't like the look of me, I don't really give a shit. One more. Okay, why is everyone coming for my relationship lately in the comments? The other week we had someone comment on how Matt's just going to cheat on me anyway, so I should just get over it. And someone's come back with another comment this week. Hey, So when are you becoming single? I can tell your boyfriend is already bored. (laughs) Oh my God. I said to Matt last night, I'm like, are you bored? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, same. Honestly, I'm probably more bored than you. Hey, oh my God. People really just always come out of the woodworks and have something to say. Might I add, sometimes you do get bored in life, but it's not everlasting. If they listen to Relatable, maybe they would know that no emotional state is everlasting. So to the people who's left those comments, thank you very much. You've given us all a really good laugh. I hope you to, oh my God, I hope 
that you enjoyed today's episode. I'm sorry that it was a little bit late. We were running a little bit behind schedule, but you know the reasons why. I will now always remember to plug in my microphone when I record. You know, we're always learning, always growing. If you do have anything to add to today's app, let me know. What do you do if you're ever experiencing loneliness? What are your favorite ways to get some alone time in? Slide into my DMs. As always, I love it when you guys screenshot the episode and pop it up on your story and tag me. I want you to spread the word as much as you can. It really does mean so much to me when you do that. As always, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. I'll leave the links to my socials in the show notes. Come and join our Facebook community. We are having so much fun in there. We're continuing the conversation and continuing the bands. I can't wait to be back inside your ear holes next week, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.